Welcome to You Are a Taco, the podcast where you are a taco. And by you, I mean taco. I am the b- burrito. <laughs> the burrito. Taco chut. Jelly beans there if you want them. Dude, those are nasty. Uh, yeah. So it happens to be Easter. <laughs> As he picks up the bag of jelly beans. Yeah. No, they were nasty. Which one is that again? This one? Nope. And we're, we're just, just going to be eating Skittles. <laughs> yeah. You get a little bit of my laugh in there, actually. So uh, It makes it. So it happens to be Easter. We just ate at uh, Texas Roadhouse for Easter, as you do in America. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's way better than uh, Easter dinner, right? Yeah. Uh, it was... I'm so stuffed. I don't, I'm about to fall asleep. I am asleep, actually, currently. <laughs> no, it was it was good, and they were quite busy for Easter, surprisingly. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're like one of the few places that are still open, so I think that's why. Yeah. I think... I don't know. Do less people celebrate Easter than we think? I I know Easter is pretty popular in like like Christianity. Well, sure. The, saying like Easter or whatever, Jesus rose from the dead or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah. Like that's <clears throat> popular, but is do, do that many people actually get together with family and eat a meal on Easter? Uh, I know when, when I was growing up, uh, you know, I grew up in a very uh, religious household. I wouldn't say very religious, but we went to church every Sunday morning and everything. And um, my mom texted me today saying that they're having Easter dinner at my grandmother's house. I mean, they still do it. Well, sure. But um, so for Christmas, do you go back to your parents' house? Um, I try to. I, I try to go for Christmas. But see, for Easter, was it even a thought? Were you like, no, it, it, no right. it wasn't. Like Easter is just one of those. Yeah, I don't know why it's. It's like a non-holiday. That's how I feel. Yeah. It's like St. Patrick's Day or something. You just kind of throw it in there. St. Patrick's Day might be a bigger deal. Well, to the Irish people, yeah. <laughs> Irish people, no. It's just people who want an excuse to drink. That's called alcoholism. Alcoholism. Yeah, but if they have an excuse, it's like, oh, it's a holiday. You got to drink. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. Uh, Easter, yeah. I don't know. I never really got onto the whole like Easter thing. I mean, so Christmas, I get it. You know, it's Christ's birthday. But we celebrate it by having Jolly Old Saint Nick bring us gifts on Christmas. Yeah. yeah, and then like Easter, obviously Jesus rose from the dead, whatever. But we have an Easter bunny that drops off Easter baskets. Yeah, I don't understand either <laughs> of those. I don't think they're correlated to religion, though. But what whatever happened to just like leaving it as is? Like, oh, it's December twenty fifth, Christ's birthday. We just kind of worship him, and then that's it. Like, when when did Christmas ever come a thing where it was Jolly yeah. O Saint Nick giving presents out? Same with the Easter Bunny. Like I said, I don't think that those even are related to the religion, but since they fall on the same day, what ha- like what at what point in our our history did the, did those ever? Let's see. Look it up real quick. Why is there an Easter Bunny? Since it's Easter, we'll go with that. Because I never quite understood that. Uh, the bunny symbol predates Christianity. Okay. Oh, okay. So there's no origin of symbolism. Uh, so why, if it predates Christianity, then why are we celebrating it on the same day? They're both considered symbols of a new life, but why does the Easter bunny bring you candy and hide eggs? <laughs> Cause okay, sure. So the bunny is on Easter because it resembles rebirth and new life. Great. Okay. But what does that have to do with eggs? Uh, why is why is that bastard hiding eggs in our yard? And then you open it up and there's candy in it. Hide eggs on Easter. Here we go. Like where did that ever come from? 
Um, any eggs laid by hens were saved and decorated for children as gifts. It is thought that this tradition has roots in paganism. Paganism. Mm, there we go. Same thing with uh, Christmas. Heavy influence of paganism. Yeah. Yeah. But is that why we do gifts? I guess. Yeah. Why do we exchange gifts? Gifts on Christmas. Did someone just along the line just say, hey, this is what we're going to do? Is too. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't fall for it. What? Says we exchange gifts uh, on Christmas to remind us of the presents given to Jesus by the wise men. Oh, like is that real? Frankincense that really and myrrh and all that. Oh I, yeah, I can't believe you actually got that. I didn't even know. Yeah, frankincense, myrrh, and some other stuff. I forgot the other ones. Gotcha. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> well, okay, sure. So, <laughs> so even if we take it as that. Why are people getting upset when they don't get gifts on Christmas? They forget their real meaning. Because the whole point is to give gifts, right? That's the whole holiday. Well, technically, the whole holiday is supposed to celebrate Christ's birthday. So you're not really supposed to... I don't know. I just feel like holidays in general... The only important holiday is... Let's be real. There's only two important holidays. July 4th, because America. And the second holiday is Thanksgiving, because food. Yeah. The, well, well, yeah, th- that's actually, uh, that's crazy you say that. I was just having that conversation with Emily the other day, and I don't know if she agreed with me or not, but I said I would be fine if we cut out all holidays except for two of them, and that's just because of the country we live in. July 4th. So July 4th, because obviously it's an Independence Day, and if somebody wants to go ahead and say, oh, this isn't our country, they can suck a fat dick, um, and then the second holiday would be Thanksgiving. And and Thanksgiving is more of an excuse to meet family and, and eat with them, but like... Whatever. People trying to cancel Thanksgiving are... What should I even say there? <laughs> you ta- you're, talking, you're talking like the PC people or what? Yeah, I'm talking about people because who are Native like... Native Americans. Cancel it because of Natives, but like, they don't truly... I don't think they truly understand Thanksgiving then. Well... Because Thanksgiving really, really was what they say it was. So, the the stories that we learned in in school were correct. It was there was a point in time where the white people and the Native Americans came together as one and they had a feast together. Is that really yeah, how that's, it is? That's actually, that's actually the real story. Now, that doesn't discredit any of the war that happened, any of the battles that happened, the yeah. people who died. The pe- but that one particular day, they put aside their differences and they kind of And they had together. a meal, and that was like sort of a start to- towards let's have some peace. Yeah, it didn't really granted, end up that way. But granted, yeah. it didn't end up that way because, well, we're, we're humans greedy. are fucking savages. Yeah. So it's just like... There's always like it doesn't matter how civilized we become. Like now we're more civilized than we ever have been, and look at there's still war happening in our and world. We're st- it's just we're still shitty. It's just part of our species, our religion. I know it's not like an excuse for hey we should just allow that, but you know it's part of us as human nature. If you look back, you know, several hundred years, humans were way more savage than they are now. <laughs> no, no, you yeah we it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, we were really savage back then. But yeah, like, I, th- I guess Thanksgiving is one of those things that you learn about it in, in school, and that's what you believe as a kid, because you're taught that, and as you get older, you're like, that's not how it happened. Yeah, but, but, that's, exactly. but that's actually, that's actually okay, because there's a lot of things you learn when you're in school, and then when you get older, you do your research on your own, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, they really favor that on... Yep. To make well, it sound good on our part, when in reality, it's not like that. In school, they definitely uh, make it seem a lot nicer than it was. 
like yeah. yes that happened that day was a peaceful day among parties and they were thankful for whatever they were able to grasp at but they touch it up in high school or whatever in whatever elementary middle school. school middle school yeah to make it seem a little nicer than it actually yeah. was because there's a lot of things that i learned and i mean i can't think of any right now but there's a lot of things i learned in school where it was like, oh, you know, it's a good thing that we did that. And as I got older, I'm like, we didn't actually do that. <laughs> yeah. Or like we did, but it was like, man, well, look what happened. Like, look what, how we got to that point. We had to do this, this, and this. Yeah. You know, like, did you know, um, I didn't learn this in high school, but did you know back in, uh, during World War II, after, you know, the bombing of Pearl Harbor, you know, Japanese and all that, did you know that we made like work camps? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And we just started rounding up Japanese like that was living here years prior to the yep. bombing and just threw them in a camp because we thought they were spies and it was not like a concentration camp like you know the Jews went in but mm-hmm. they were like working like 14 15 hours a day yep. starved to death but you don't hear about that and nope. you know no and there is a lot of fucked up shit but at the same time it's like uh, a good chunk of the fucked up shit is like well we couldn't have progressed the way we did if we didn't one do that fucked up thing to level out the playing field or to do the fucked up thing to learn the mistake. Like, yes, but it's just, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's that happened in like the, what the thirties, forties, thirties or yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It's, it's crazy. I don't know the exact dates. I'm bad at history. Yeah, me too. But yeah, there's a lot of things you learn in school that just doesn't, it's not the correct version. Yeah. I learned in school that you like, grow up and get a job that pays you money no no it's not not correct at all no that's a lie (laughs) you know i also learned in school that you have to do four years of college to get a good paying job but that isn't even close to true you know like some of the i think most of the highest highest paying jobs is like a trade not even educated based although if you have both like if you learn a trade and then go to school for that trade then you're gonna do way better yeah but like they they put this mentality in you, like, when you're in high school, oh, work on your ACT scores, get those up, oh, take as many electives as you can, take as many AP classes, take as many as this as you can, so that way it looks good on your college resume, and then that way you get into a good school, and then you're, like, hundreds of thousands in debt, and you come out with a political science degree in economics or some shit, and, like, where are you going to, you work at Wall Street? Like, where are you going to work at with that? Yeah, there are very few openings for something like that. Uh, you know, I will say though, if you do focus your time on learning specific types of like math and uh, and you whatever got, like, else, you got like accounting and you got other well, stuff. Well, you, you can, can use that in different fields because, like, if you decide to become a carpenter, it's going to help you a lot. Geometry and math is going to fucking yeah, that's going to be your shit. You know, yeah, I mean, true, it, it is, but like if you're focusing on like the liberal arts degrees and like economics and all yeah, you're pretty narrow on what you can do it's hard to i'm not saying it's not impossible but it's, oh no there's there's jobs it's just like first of all currently that's a bad path to go down because it's so oversaturated with how many people are taking is. that stuff it's very bad to go down that and way. so i mean what are you gonna do you're gonna get a communications degree and you're gonna become like a social worker like it's gonna be hard as fuck to get into that field because like everybody's doing it yeah yeah and also everybody's doing that that shouldn't be doing that yeah, like, like freaking the amount of therapists that probably <laughs> aren't even mentally suited to be a therapist themselves—it's ridiculous. <laughs> Granted, everybody needs therapy, but like, how does the therapist get therapy? That well, see that that reminds me. So, um, <laughs> I was talking to my buddy yet the other day. He lives in uh, Colorado, um, but uh, he visits 
uh, he goes to therapy and stuff too, whatever. And uh, he just found out that his therapist has stage four colon cancer. Shit. Which is like, yeah. So um, the last session that he was should have been having more anal sex. <laughs> the last session they were doing was a virtual, like over webcam, whatever. It was a virtual one. Mm-hmm. They were talking and they cut it short. And the therapist told my buddy, he was like, yeah, I'm just you know, kind of going through my own rough stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then my buddy was like, well, how, how does that make you feel? <laughs> like, did like a reverse Uno on him. Yeah. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, it, he said it was it was kind of weird because, like, he wanted to be there for him because the therapist has helped him, you know, with a lot of things. Right. So all of a sudden, he took on the role as a therapist without having any degree in it. And they spent, like, 45 minutes just talking about him, his family, his wife, everything. Well, yeah. No, I mean... And that's, they, that's they needed fair. to. They needed to. That's fair. It's like you don't even technically have to go to school for any of that to become. Maybe to become a professional therapist, but to like do the things the therapist is doing, you don't need to have school basic for that. human sympathy. You know. Yeah, and like actually able to have empathy and empathy and communicate yeah. with the person properly. Now, obviously, you know, you can go to school and you can learn a lot of like psychological behaviors, like oh, the way their body language is. You can, you know, there's there's tricks to it. You can learn whatever, but the basic ground of therapy anyone can do as long as you listen and have empathy. Yeah. But yeah. He was sitting there just kind of being the therapist, <laughs> therapist to his therapist. Thought that's that was crazy. Kinda, thought that was kind of funny, but yeah, that's something good for like parents to note. Oh, you know, uh, if you actually just talk to your children, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> Go hang out with them. They're pretty cool. Well, so many family members are like, Oh, I don't want to deal with this person's bullshit, which I get it sometimes. But a lot of times you just really do need to deal with your family's bullshit. Cause that's who they're going to. Cause they trust you. No. So, as stupid as it sounds, whatever the person's saying, it's like, well, they're going through something. So, <laughs> I never understood that when the family member's like, oh, my dumb family member or whatever, like they had a relative die. My dumb family is just trying to talk about that. It's like, well, maybe they need to. <laughs> maybe you should probably talk to them then because yeah. they're probably going through some rough time. Yeah. Maybe they're on like, you know, suicide watch or something. You know, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I am still. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you never you never know what people's going through. You know, just take five minutes out of your day just to sit and mm-hmm. listen. How did we go from Easter to this? Bro, because that's how podcasts work. Yeah. Oh, it's true. It is. This is a podcast where we give good advice. Listen to some of the podcasts we've done and then listen to this one. Yeah, we had a we had an awakening. <laughs> yeah, we're so woke now. We're so, so woke, man. Now, I would say anybody who's going to go for some uh well i don't know not for therapy therapy go for therapy fuck it but anybody who's gonna try to like how do i fucking word this uh you need to figure yourself out (laughs) before you progress any other issues you might have oh yeah like you can't i'm not talking about figuring your problems out i'm talking about figuring out who you are as a person yeah like if you if you're at a point in your life where you just don't know what you want to do or who you are or whatever and you magically think oh i'll just go to therapy they'll fix me no they're not like you right. have to have some sort of you have to go to therapy and you have to be like look you know, this is who i am like you have to you have to meet them halfway and then they will break you down and then build you back up like you yes. know i i've gone to therapy a few times you know and i i'm not ashamed to admit it it actually does help if you want it to help now if you just go in there thinking that they're just going to ask you a few questions, give you some prescription or something and just wave their wand and you're done, then you're you're wrong. Yep. You have to go in with an open mind and you have to be like 100% honest. Like you have to be dead honest with them mm-hmm. because that's the only way they can help you and they will break you down 
and then they'll build you back up though. Yeah. And uh yeah, I would say if you're uh too big headed or too much of a man to go to therapy. There's no such thing. Yeah. But you're not just going to tell somebody that and they're going to agree with it. So I would say you don't need a therapist to actually do the accomplish the things they're doing. So I would say uh, figure out what what you need to do. Yeah, not to, every to break have a breakthrough on your own. You know. Yeah, and you know, not everybody has to go to therapy. I mean, like let's say you know you're. It could be you have like let's say you're a big macho man. Okay, you don't want to go to therapy. Okay, well, think about the hobbies you do. Maybe. Go to that, clear your head. You know, if you like doing model cars. Yeah, we're all the way back back to episode one. If you like doing model cars and that's like your me time, go there, play some soft music and just like get away, like close the door, tell your spouse, significant other, kids if you have them, listen, I'm not in a very good mood right now. I'm not in a good headspace. I'll be back in a few hours and just go in there. Maybe that'll be, that's your therapy. Or maybe your therapy is fishing or hunting or... Mm-hmm you know, building something, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So some people, you know, I would say a majority of people talking is therapy, but some people that's not really good for them. So they find other ways. Yeah. Um, Just don't find the answer in a bottle because that's not the answer. That's why, that's why I like this podcast. That's why I wanted this podcast to be what it is. Cause it's like some people, well, okay. So like I talked to, I'm friends with a lot of people who play video games, obviously. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, that's my, that's my hobby. I love it or whatever. But then, they're still in like a dark spot. They don't want to go to therapy. Video games obviously aren't working. So like this podcast opens your mind to so many different hobbies that maybe you didn't think of. Oh yeah. And so it's like, well, you you're never gonna have a breakthrough if you don't try some new shit. Yeah, I mean, I I like video games, but I also like model cars or yeah. any kind of model things. You know, it's you know I don't spend a lot of time doing it because then it gets those little small parts. They end up getting kind of you get frustrated and stuff. And because I got big hands, so it's. So, but it's it's a good hobby to get into just for like an hour or two a day or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like like if you open a model car and you want to sit there, for me, if I open it up and I want to get done in one day, I'm probably going to rush through it. I'm not going to take my time on it. It's going to look sloppy. I might get frustrated. But if I break it up over a course of a few months, whatever, I'll make a damn good car because I took my time painting it. I'd paint every single piece, let it dry. I would go through a second coat. Like you, you do a really good job on it. Mm-hmm. And you know it's turn on turn on the Spotify on your you know speaker and just listen to music and just zone everything out. Yep. Now there's a song I was listening to recently and it maybe had that thought. Uh, God, I can't remember what song it was, but the lyric was something along the lines of "Be who you are when you're by yourself." Mm. But like always, be who you are when you're by yourself, and that's something that's weird as humans who are social creatures to realize that you should be okay by yourself and figure out who you are by yourself, oh, which a lot of solo hobbies can do. You know, because like when you're doing something by yourself, you're the only person you have to think about. <laughs> so it's like, well, if, yeah, if, if you're single, take it from me. Like if you're single and yeah, some days get lonely, whatever, you know, that's obviously because you're, you're working, coming home to your own apartment or house by yourself, you're there six, seven, eight hours a day, you go to sleep by yourself, wake up, go to work, come home by yourself. Yeah, it does. You know, obviously you have friends to talk to. You know, I talk to friends on games and I text my friends and I do hang out with people, you know, here and there. But you can't you can't get in that headspace like, oh, I'm lonely. I should get a girlfriend. Like, it's not going to work. You're going to have toxic relationships. 
you're just getting you're in a relationship. all your problems in on that other person. You're just you know? getting in a relationship just to be in one. So, like, the best way to do it is if you're in that space where, like, you, you're single, but you don't want to be alone anymore, rushing into something isn't going to fix it. You're yeah. going to make it worse for you down the road. Like, way worse. Yep. And even if you can't, somehow can't, they can't be single. You just can't be. Or, or you, maybe you're not even in a relationship. Maybe you just live with somebody. That's why hobbies are good to find a solo hobby. Yeah. It'll take your time up, your own time to think about yourself. Yeah. Take, take something up, whether it be, you know, like I said, hiking, uh, model cars, um, some healthy hobby, riding a bike, exercise, working out. Yeah. That's why a lot of people, a lot of people turn to working. That's a big one. And I, I should probably turn to that too. And I haven't, not yet, but I mean. Which hiking is like working out too. Yeah. That is exercise, cardio, walking, whatever. Yeah. But a lot of people take up like bad breakups that work on themselves. And the first thing they do is work on their image, which it could be a good thing. It's helpful for you. It's healthy for you physically and mentally at the same time. Yeah. Which people disagree. Well, I think what's (laughs) like, I think with working out, I think the reason why it works so good for a lot of people is that, you know, you, something happens big, big breakup, and you're like, you look at yourself, and you just don't feel happy about yourself, whatever. So you go, the one thing you can change drastically is your image, where it says you can lose 20 pounds in a month, whatever ends up being. So you start going to the the gym to work out, but then when you start seeing your results, mentally, then you're really checked in, right? Mm -hmm. So like, getting the motivation to work out is the hardest part. But once you get the motivation and then you start doing it for a week or two weeks and you step on the scale and you're like, wow, I'm 10 pounds lighter. In your head, you're like, wow, it's freaking working, right? Mm-hmm. Then you start going harder. Then you start, you know, looking into like, you know, routines and workout videos and you start going dieting and everything. And then within three months, you lost like 30 pounds and like you're already toned. Mm-hmm. And like when you see your own results, I think a lot of people not only seeing is believing, like they, that they're doing it. They feel better, like physically, and they look in the mirror, and then mentally, they feel better because they can see it. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got to make sure you're doing it for the right reason too. Yeah, I which, mean, which that reason is whatever is right to you. I'm not going to tell somebody to. Oh, the reason is for yourself. The reason is whatever you think is right. But yeah, if you're not doing it for the right reason, you're going to go down the same path. You're going to be sad all over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, we turn into an advice podcast. Well, you really have to, uh, and I'm a firm believer in, like, if you're not happy with yourself and who you are, you're not going to be happy with someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean. I agree. Some people may think that, but I agree, like, wholeheartedly with that. Yeah, me too. Like, you can't, there's no way. Like, if you like if you wake up and you feel like you're stuck in a rut going to work, yeah, hey, me too. You know, mm-hmm. we all wake up, we all go to work, we all come home, you know, we're all stuck in that rut. But if you can't be happy about like well look on the bright side of things you have a car you have a roof over your head you have good friends you have your health you have this you have that you know you got to find the silver linings and everything and then once you you see that and then you start thinking like okay well my life isn't all that bad mm-hmm. then you start you know like well what can i do to improve it let's say you want to save up more money to buy a better car save up some money for six months trade in your car get a newer one that's be proud of that you worked hard for that you know, and then, you know, you start feeling about yourself. You're like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can live on my own. I can buy what I want. I still can do this and be happy and do stuff that I want to do. Then you start working on yourself, figuring things out, know who you want, know who you are as a person, mm-hmm. then look for a partner. And I guarantee you, your relationship's going to be 100 times better. Yeah. 
Or don't look for a partner. Or if you don't. Like, like by some, yourself, like, you, whatever, you know? Some people don't want to ever be married or anything, which is, that's, your, yep. you know, your choice. Yep, and I will. That's something else I want to touch on real quick. I hate how, like, in this day of age, like, everyone expects you to have kids. Oh, yeah. You that's know? fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, the, just the way, like, uh, I can kind of explain this. The sti- stig- stigma? Stigma that, around not having children, you're saying? No, not stigma, but, like, um, it, for some reason, that's, like, the norm. Like, everybody assumes, like, oh, you're with this person? You no have kids, kids yet? How come? Yeah. You should have yeah, kids. Yeah. How come you don't have kids yet? And it's, like, some people just don't want to have them. But some people can't have them, but they don't want to feel comfortable talking about that. Taboo. That's what it is. Yeah. They they think that um, people that are not wanting to have kids, they feel taboo because they feel like it's not the norm. When When, when is that not the norm? Yeah. Like, there's nothing saying you have to have kids. There's no. nothing saying you have to marry. There's nothing saying that you have to... Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but in today's society, that's, like, the norm. And if you don't do that, you yeah. feel like you're an outcast. It can be really shitty for the people who are on the other end of that, too, because it's, like, then you're making them feel bad for, like, making just a whatever, a personal choice. Yeah. Or maybe not a personal choice. It's, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, um, I was, I was at work on Friday. Yeah. I was at work on Friday. And... As many as people may know on this podcast, my family all is in a different state. Like, I have no family up here. I have friends, but I have no family. All my family's back home. And since now that I'm single for the past two years, people are always asking, like, how come I'm not moving back home? A whole different story. But the point is, I was at work, and I was leaving work Friday. And one of my coworkers came up to me, and she said, oh, you know, what are you doing this weekend, you're going to go to family? You do this? I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't have any family here. And they looked at me like... He does. He does, though. <laughs> well, that's they, why we went out to eat today. Well, they they looked family, at, Jake. They they looked at me. They looked at me. And they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "All my family, mom and stepdad, they're all in you know a different state." And they're like, "Looked at me like I'm a freaking outcast." Like, "Well, why are you here?" It's like, "Does it matter why I'm here?" Yeah, people think that you, you know? got to live near your family all the time. It's crazy. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying with that though. And then it, then it kind of made me feel like not weird because I'm I'm used to it, but maybe feel like you're judging me because I don't have family to go to on an Easter holiday weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I'm okay with that. You know, like I'm not, yeah, I'm not butthurt about it. If I, if I wasn't okay, I'd be home right now. Doesn't, it doesn't need to be blood family to have family either. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, we're, we're good friends. We went out to eat today. It's Easter. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like your family. You're just hanging out with friends or whatever. Yeah. But I meant like, you know, blood family. I know. But, but the same goes around like with, you know, any other holiday, like if it's Christmas, I couldn't make it home for some reason or Thanksgiving, People look at me like, you're not going to be with your family this year? Like, stuff happens. Shit happens, you know? Yeah, I mean, my family lives close, and I still sometimes won't see them on holidays for whatever reason. No, I just... But it's like, but if someone, if some stranger or whatever asks you about it, and they told them that, they'll look at you like you're kind of like, why? That's weird. Yeah. But it's just one of those things. Some people Mm -hmm. just don't want to do it. They don't want to deal with the family drama, or or they, they, they don't have the means to go to see family. Yep. Yep, it's not that big of a deal, I don't think. Yeah, not really. Especially since it's Easter, and we started this podcast by saying Easter doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, it's just in general, like I, like, and if you're someone who lets that get to you, you can't let that get to you either. You know, well, that's what I was gonna say. anybody Anybody who says anything else, because going back to the, uh, the finding yourself before you get into a relationship, shit that we were talking about. It's like I've had plenty of people talk to me and be like, "Why are you in a relationship already? Like it's too soon." Because I was divorced. Yeah. And I was like, well, is that your choice to make for me? No. Like, w- I'm the one who knows when I'm ready to do whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. 
No one else. No one else. <laughs> no one else can tell you when. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so. they. They. It's just, they're just judging off of what society thinks is right. You mm-hmm. know. Like I've been, you know, divorced since 2020, and I'm still, you know, single. And it's not that I'm not that I don't want to be in a relationship. It's just like I know I know what I want and what I don't want, and I know not everybody's perfect, but I know there's a lot of things that are like must-haves. Like my standard isn't high. Like I don't have a high standard at all. But there's a lot of things that I have to, not a lot, but there's a few things that I'm not backing off on because I did it in that last relationship and I saw where it got me. So, mm. so yeah, so I mean, I'm still single, but you know, I mean, you don't see me complaining about it. When have I ever complained about being single to you? Never. <laughs> no, <laughs> never. It's, do I want to have someone? Yeah, I do one day. Like I want to, I do want to remarry one day, but. Yeah, but if you're still in that process of, Either you don't feel like you want to be in a relationship right now, or you're still trying to find whatever it is that you need to find to be yourself first. Yeah, then, you, you know that's you can't, what it is. You can't let people pressure you into doing something you don't want to do. Yeah, except for I set up a date for you on Monday. <laughs> oh well, wait, hold up. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna start hooking you up. We need to find you a soulmate quick. <laughs> that's not the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I. I just think that whoever's listening to this, if, you know, if you, like, are single and you're, like, in the situation, like, where you have to have somebody, don't just do it because you feel like you have to. Like those people that have, you know, they, they marry real young or they want to have kids because it's going to solve their problems. No. Yeah. Or they marry for cheaper insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Not, that, not a that, good reason. That's the dumbest reason. Nope. Yeah. And, yeah, people who jump in and out of relationships uh, super quickly, if if you're the type of person who's like dependent on somebody that can be a real issue too. But yeah, that's when you really got to like work on yourself to figure out like, why are you so dependent on someone else? Like what's, is it a financial issue or is it a mm-hmm. you know, emotional issue or like, you know, what is it? Is it so you can buy another motorcycle? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I think what's healthy for every young adult, male or female is like, you know, you, usually when you go to college, I would say not usually, but for them, like, the average they go to a four-year university so they live in a dorm and that's like they're two years or four years away from home to feel like what's like live on their own and they get that exposure Mm -hmm. i think it's very important for every young adult from the ages of like 20 to 25 to get either an apartment or a house if they can either by themselves or maybe with a close friend but away from family and away from a significant other Yep. To live on your own to see what it's like. Yeah, and I know we both have weird paths because we lived with I went straight from I went straight yep. from living at my parents' house after I graduated college to moving up here and moving straight in with her. I had no this is the only time I ever lived alone and I'm twenty eight. Yep. I see my path was just a tiny bit different. For one year I lived away from her, but I lived in the same town, so it was like yeah i i lived i went straight from my parents house and then straight moving in with her yeah and i feel like for both of us that probably not the best path no and that's why i'm saying i think every young adult yeah. should because yeah. i did it and let me tell you living on your own even <laughs> like people may think it's scary when you're you know 20 it's scary when you're 27 if you never done it before or 26 mm-hmm. i mean i'm 28 now but i was 26 when yeah, I was 26 when that happened. Yeah, it's fucking scary. I mean, even oh, if yeah. you're 20, 21, 22, 23, it's going to be scary. Mm-hmm. If I would have done it before and then moved in with her and then left again, I wouldn't I 
I wouldn't know what to expect. You know, what right, scary. You already have that experience. Yeah, so I yeah. think everybody should have some sort of experience living away from home and away from their girlfriend or boyfriend if they have one. Mm-hmm. Because it's Yeah. Yeah. Well with with hiking again, I don't know. Every time I go hiking I have some weird because that's what that's what the thing is that helped me find myself is like hiking. It gives me introspective. I just sit there and think about myself and walk. And like the other day I was walking with Emily when we went hiking and I was just like talking about how weird it is. Like when I first got divorced and moved in by myself, that was the first time I ever lived exclusively by myself. I also had some, I had friends, but I didn't know if I wanted to hang out with them. So like I was kind of in this weird space of like, oh, I can do whatever I want because I'm actually not committed to this person anymore. So I can do whatever I want. It was also COVID, so I was furloughed and had was sitting at home. Yeah. And so I'm just like, it was this weird mix of like, oh, I'm emotional because I'm sad about this ending relationship. But I'm also f- like weightlessness because I'm free and I can do whatever I want. And like I know I, Emily and I were talking about that. And it's like, it's a weird clash. It <laughs> is. It's, it's a weird clash because you, you get that sensation like, wow, I don't have to, like when I get home from work, if I wanted to go out to the bar with my buddies, I can just go. You know, nobody to talk to or, you know, yeah, I don't have to be like, hey, is it OK? Do you mind? Is it going to bother you? No, yeah, like, I do just, we have any other plans? That's usually my yeah, worry. Is, there, is like, there anything? Yeah. yeah, I could just I can just be like, I don't have anything planned tonight, so I'm going to go or I don't feel like going. So I'm not going to go. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, for me, too, it was really weird. It was like with those things where it's like. Do I just do what I want or do I still <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was it was weird. And like I said, you know, learning learning to live by yourself is a big thing. And you learn a lot about yourself when you live by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you, and, and you'll learn real quick, like if you dislike something about yourself because you only spend time with yourself. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit, even I dislike that. And that's me. So maybe I should change that. Yeah. If I dislike it, I can't imagine what someone else thinks about this it's a specific trait, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So yeah. yeah, it's um. So in other words, uh, just be single. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean uh, there's nothing wrong with it. No, no, no. We should all be single, and just uh, the only way to reproduce is we'll just have sex and then leave the baby on its own to raise itself. Oh, like the, like to do with animals. <laughs> well, a lot of animals do. So I'm saying raise them like like you know baby sea turtles. They hatch, they go straight to the ocean. That's it. That's why. Yeah, that's why humans are weird. We're the only ones who have like a baby and that we can barely raise it. You can barely raise it? <laughs> yeah. Well, like how many... Okay, <laughs> I don't know how to word this. Like, all the parents that I've met are fine. They're fine. But have you? how often do you meet like a parent? You're like, they're a really good parent. No one's perfect. You're not gonna, well, no one's perfect, yeah. but how often do you meet a person that's a parent? You're like, holy shit, they're really good with their kid. I don't probably none. Like not that often. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of any right now. Like <laughs> said, humans suck at raising their own babies. Yeah. We're we're also we have such complex brains. That's what this whole episode's been about so far. So we have such complex brains. It's so hard to to navigate that with another living human. Yeah, just because what you think is right doesn't mean what someone else thinks is right. Yeah, like, just, like just, raising a fucking dog is so easy because you're like, oh, sit, and the dog's brain is just like one tracked. It's like, well, just just because like let's say you want to go to Walmart and your kid's acting up, you want to beat the living shit out of them, doesn't mean someone else think that's a good idea, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though you think it might be a good idea. Well, I promise you that's not a good idea. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but we're not <laughs> we're not being soft for saying hitting your kids not the way. All right. <laughs> no, no, that's definitely not. 
Don't I know worry. I know all the old folks want to hit their kids with belts, but it's just proven to not work that well. Look at our generation. We're all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that stuff doesn't work. What do you, why do you I mean why do you think we all color our hair blue and you cry about everything? Cuz we didn't have parents that would treat us properly. <laughs> they 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 put their cigarettes. Not out. that we not that we don't love them, but they just weren't doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's parents. They they don't know what they're doing half the time, and they'll tell you that they'll be like, I mean, yeah. Now that you're older, if you ask them, like, you know, how'd you think about raising me? Like, well, why'd you do it like this? And they'd be like, looking, you'd be like, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, you know what? I've never actually asked my parents that. I bet you, if you ask your mom, like, how it was raising you, or like what she well, did. Well, or I whatever. know what they think about how it was raising me, but I never asked them, like, what do you guys think about how you raised me? Yeah, what you think, yeah. Not like how I was raising, is how do you think you did raising me? Yeah. That's a different question. I've never asked them Ask them that question. You'd be surprised at what they say. I think I'll have them both on this podcast at the same time. Or maybe you won't be surprised. I don't know. I think I've asked my mother that. Uh, I have three parents. I don't know if I've ever said that on this podcast, but I think I've asked my mother that, my biological mother. But she didn't really raise me. It was visitation situation, so. Well, didn't you ask your dad to be in this podcast, too? He's been on this podcast several oh, yeah. times. Yeah. He calls in sometimes. I could have him calling right now. Yeah, he was going to call in that one time, but he I don't know if he did or not. Yeah, he didn't. Yep. Yeah, we got him a whole podcast studio set up so he could call in randomly. That's pretty cool. Yep. And he even said on the podcast that he's proud of me, which I think is the first time I ever heard that. I was like, oh, shit. Wow. Now he said it a couple more times since then. I don't know if he's going to therapy or something. <laughs> is, he ha- is he having a breakthrough? Is he hitting his midlife crisis? Yeah, I think so. Is he's he having woke? a breakthrough? Is he woke now? Yeah, he- <laughs> I don't know about woke. But... Did he did he go to bed and woke up one morning and was like, wow? <laughs> did he go to bed and woke up one morning and was like, wow, women can do other things besides the dishes. Wow, women can make as much money as me at that workplace. <laughs> Uh, just like that, this podcast went is from... That, is, is, that, is that actually true, though? Like, do women actually make less money with men in the same position? Um, I got to go back to the... Listen to the episode that we had Sunshine on. Okay, I got... Maybe... Yeah, he... We had a conversation about that in there, and... Uh, God, and he worded it so well. Let me see if I can find it real quick. We have the technology. We might as well try. Is that is that an actual thing, or is that just a... Yes and no. It's, like, really nuanced. I would love to bring this conversation up because it'll be a lot easier. Who is figuring out, like, why is there the pay gap? Yep. You know, is it some, like, patriarchal, like, group of men in hoods that meet, like, once a month in some fucking... It's called a KKK. Cabin, and they're like, oh, we're going to pay women 70 cents on the dollar. Like... I have a really uh, controversial response to that, oh so I'm not boy. even going to talk Buckle, about it. Not, no, not even going to talk about it. Not even going to talk about right. it. Everyone in this room will disagree with me anyway, so. Oh, I mean, Taylor. Well, well, there, there's, legitimately, <laughs> there's legitimately not a pay gap, so. Okay. It, there is, if you look at it, if you go, this man makes this much money, sure. and on average, this woman makes this amount of money compared to him, that's true. But they're not taking into account that that scale is based on averages of all jobs. And most men choose a job that pays higher. Women Mm. don't. Women go into professions that are less likely to pay more, but more likely to take care of people. So it is, like, good. Like, I like that. Sure. But it's just because of the way that people (laughs) choose jobs. I've seen different statistics that, that adjust for that, like... 
two doctors, a woman doctor and a man doctor, you know, male doctor across like the United States. They compared it and it's 70 cents on a dollar. Okay. And what okay, she well, talks if about that's, in the if book, that's true, then I don't know. I don't, what she talks about that, in the book and I think is, is to like the larger point that I'm, I'm sort of getting at here is like she found that like men will apply for a job if they meet 60% of the requirements. And a woman won't apply even if she is exceeding uh, the qualifications. Okay. Well, I haven't heard it put that. And way, won't okay. won't ask. Men will say, "You need to pay me more. I need to make more before I do more work." Mm-hmm. Women in, and we're these are some broad ass gotcha. fucking strokes. Gotcha. Using, I see women yeah. believe that I will get rewarded for my work once I do better work. Mm-hmm. There's the disparity. Okay. Okay. Yes. So that's what he had to say about it, and I was like, "Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense." Capitalism. <laughs> well, because I've been through that before, like. uh because I've talked to Emily about my job interviews, and I'm like, yeah. And I told them this is how much I need to make, or I ain't going to work for you guys. Because that's the thing that a lot of guys do, and, and women do it as well. But uh, I, if we're talking about statistics and groups. Yeah, I never heard of it like that. And then she even said, like, I've even heard Emily say this, not talking about that topic. She just said it, just like, just said it in, in conversation. In, in, in and a, she was just every, like, every day. she was just like, yeah, I was hoping, you know, because I've been doing more work now that they would give me more money. Yeah, it's like, you, if I was in that situation, I would have already said, give me more money. I would ask. Yeah. They're not going to give you. Well, they might. I, but don't count on it. They're you not. need to be upfront and you, say, this is what I'm worth. Give me my money. Look, you have to, you have to be demanding about it. Which I think I say way further on. There's still like 20 minutes left this podcast. But at the end of that podcast, I even say. People need to, first of all, we need to respect each other. But aside from that, you need to respect yourself more than, it's, it's shitty to say, but you need to respect yourself more than anybody else. Because if you don't respect yourself, you don't hold yourself to a certain quality, how are you going to treat other people? Yeah. And it's the same thing with the pay. You and need to respect yourself and say, I'm worth this much. You know what? I'm, I'm curious. So this, this pay gap has been a very controversial thing for a while. You know what I'm curious about? And I, I know there's probably statistics out there. And I, I'm going to do some research, I think, and figure this out. I'm curious about you get a white male and a black male and have them do the same job or whatever. Who, who You think there's a pay, pay gap there? I don't think so. What in if, in what, fact, I just watched a YouTube video because of the labor shortage of a guy who applied to 1,003 jobs using a white name and a black name. And in all cases, the black employee actually got more interviews than the white person. In, but you know why? You know why you think that is? I have I have my own because they need more diversity. That's what I was going to say. But okay, let's say he did do that. Okay, let's say he did get more interviews or called back. Okay, but what about the pay? What if that black male was the same requirements as a white male? Do you think they still get paid the same, or you think the white male would get in and get paid more? Um, I think that they would. I don't actually. I don't know. I legitimately don't know because every job usually has a gap. So it's like between, let's say, a job's hiring for fifteen dollars an hour. Their scale is actually fifteen to seventeen. Yeah, they always. So, so I couldn't actually give you an answer to that. Maybe, maybe so. Because I wonder. I want to. I want to know what that is. Maybe so. There's a lot of like you know racist people and stuff in general. Not only sexist people, but I mean like racist people. And I'm curious if they're both males. Well, again, I think maybe it comes down to what he was saying between men and women, maybe that same thing applies. Maybe because because black people assume that the hiring person is going to be racist to them. They say, hey, it's lucky I'm even getting this job. Maybe I'll just ask them what they're willing to pay me instead of the other way around where I'm like, they don't deserve to have me as an employee unless they pay me this much. 
Now, is that white man privilege, or is that just... That would technically, yes, I think, fall under that category. Isn't that so weird? Because Cause, cause I don't... I don't. As ridiculous <laughs> as I sound on this podcast, sometimes I don't disagree with some white privilege existing. You know, and... I, and it's something like that could be it. <laughs> but I will say, if a black man holds himself to a high standard mentally, I don't think that that disparity would exist, but it's because he doesn't. It's because we constantly bat in, push into people's heads, the world's racist to you. So then they they're gonna think that themselves, you know. That's how I feel about it. You know, and I and I, I often wonder this too. Like, we work in optical. I don't know what it's like at your place, but um, at my place is where you know years ago, um, second shift was very diverse. Okay, mm-hmm. so I always wondered whenever they hired these employees to come in, I always wondered if they're paying those certain people like this is what you're making an hour. But I wonder if there was someone else that was like a white male, like you said, who come in there, they, they're not afraid to like mm-hmm. haggle or whatever you want to call it. Hold yourself. Tell that company, hey, I'm worth this hey, much. Hey, I'm worth, yeah. I'm, hey, I, you know, I'm a young, healthy adult. I can do all that stuff plus more. I want, you know, a dollar fifty mm-hmm. more. You think they'd get it? Now, what if that same, so, what if that same diversity person went in there and said, I worked in factories for the last five years. I could do all this stuff and more. What do you think they'll say? Well, we'll wait to your three month trial period. Maybe. But for a white, well, but for a white guy, they'll probably be like, you know what, you're right. Well, I would say, knowing the company you work for, it's more corporate there. <laughs> I it, so it is. They, they but, might actually do that. But, but I can say, being part of management at my company, we are diverse. We do hire many people of all different races, religions, mm-hmm. sexes, everything, uh, sexualities doesn't matter, and. I know for a fact that they're hiring at the same pay. God, you know what? I ah. <laughs> yeah, okay, diversity and pay, the pay, right? I'm I'm really I really you know what? I think I might go in and look at some statistics and graphs. Now, I know there's going to be some biased ones out there, but I want to see if I can get a general knowledge because I'm now I'm I'm curious now. Yeah. I now, do, what, what's I the do same? know there are actual stats showing that <clears throat> African American women are the least paid. But I don't know what those stats are based off of, so. Yeah, and, like, typically, you know, if you go based off of just general use, you know, Asian Americans, normally they're, you know, college or supposedly smarter and all this stuff. Just the stigmatism. I wonder how much they compare, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially in a job that has like a lot of like say math and numbers or whatever. I don't know if that's racist or not, but I don't think I don't think so. Literally, uh, literally, <laughs> literally the colleges the, the colleges were denying them because they're too they're too good. Yeah, like if you look at like their, their their culture is like they if they come home with the A minus they're like in trouble. You know, like they they take pride in learning and doing knowledge and it's it's nuts you know, over there. It isn't. It shouldn't be. I don't know how to. But, Maybe it is technically racist to say that Asians are smarter because it's not actually because they're Asian that they're smarter. It's it, because their families, like their culture, their life culture, hold up to a high standard. They hold them to such a high standard; it's crazy. So yeah. it forces them to like actually pay attention and study because anybody can be that smart. You, you just have to pay attention and study. Yeah, and work no, hard. you're right. Yeah, it, it's just it's a good stereotype. Though. It's just their culture. Yeah, it's a good stereotype. But I, yeah, I'd want to be stereotyped as being smart. I know it'll never happen. So, I'm, so now I'm just wondering, like, how. Now, you know, I'm curious because like we always hear about the pay gap between men and women. You think they've ever done a large scale like that? Different races and all that? I don't know. And that's also only in our country. Talk about pay gap. Chinese people are doing our work for like fucking pennies. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll be talking about like America, like capitalism and all that. Yeah, because right. capitalism can be a good thing if it's done correctly. I, I mean, I, oh, no, I you, yeah, you definitely, definitely you, need to, you need to work work around the structure. You know, yeah. People who like bash capitalism, I don't think fully understand what a free market is or what capitalism mm-hmm. really is, because it actually is a very good thing if you know what like how to do it and you know like it's just like everything else is nuanced capitalism is a good structure that needs to be adjusted adjusted to work properly for a modern society no it it is true and a lot of this and i don't want to get in a podcast like this but a lot of it has to do with the corrupt politicians we have because like you have we hear all the stories about all these politicians who make you know hundreds of thousands not millions of dollars a year Mm -hmm. right but their taxes they write everything off on write-offs because they write the code for them Mm -hmm. but then it affects the working class because we don't have those means to write things off yep right but that's that's the downside capitalism because they're just they're just getting richer and getting richer and that's a whole thing to get to to dwell into i'm not going to at this point because we all know it's not fair i get it but if you look at it we're better off being a capitalist country like we are now versus being a socialist or communist country because it does not work full on on the far scale that's what i'm saying it should be a structure of both it does. It, it needs should. to be like a s- smash together capitalism, socialism, and figure out how it works for our society. Yeah, it's one or the other on the extreme end is never great. No, which we've learned about politics in this country in general. Yeah, and I I think a lot of it has to do with how the generation that's in there currently are like eighty years old. Yeah, they'll probably die like next week, so it'll be okay. I'm I'm hoping in our <laughs> lifetime we'll see a, a change. I mean, well, I'm hoping Me too. Like, I'm hoping in our lifetime we see a change of we will see a change of politicians. I mean, younger ones are coming in. Our generation are starting to kind of come in there a little bit, you know. Yep, Yang Gang. Yeah, Yang Gang. Yep. But I'm saying like 30, 40 year old, like kind of you know yeah. around our age, they're finally getting Dude, in there. We had a guy, Andrew Yang, who's running for president, who's talking about Starcraft in one of his interviews. That's the type of guy we need. <laughs> We don't need someone talking about Oregon Trail. Who's we, le- we, legitimately, we legitimately do need some people who understand technology we more. We don't need someone who was like, I was on the Oregon Trail back yeah. in the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, we really do need some people who understand technology more. but And the the good they can do. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. But yeah, I, I really... We ever watched fucking Congress be talking about uh, EA and their fucking loot boxes and shit? It's like... You're trying to regulate something you don't even understand. It's, it's cringe. It's ridiculous. It's cringe. And then they're talking about Fortnite and shit. Or like, or like them talking about like Mark Zuckerberg and all that stuff. Yeah, the, Mark Zuckerberg. That was the most embarrassing thing our country could have ever been through when he was in there getting interviewed by Congress. And the dude's talking about an Android phone to the guy who, or he's talking about his app on iPhone or something like that. And he's like, that has to do with the ad, the the phone, not my not my company, like Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> and like I see one interview where they're like. Because you know you can share things, right? You can hit the share button on things. Mm-hmm. There's one girl was asking Mark Zuckerberg was like, "How many times do you think a post will get shared, like across the, the thing?" And he's like, "He's like, what? What do you like? What do you mean, ma'am? I don't understand." She's like, "How many times do you think that button gets clicked on on a computer or on a phone?" And he's like, "I don't know the exact number, but I'm guessing a lot." Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, what kind of fucking stupid Yeah, and then that? she's like, well, what about all this that information getting spread around? And then he's like, again, ma'am, I don't know the exact number. I have to go look at our statistics, but I'm assuming it's a lot. And he's like, well, his look on his face well, is like, like why are you, are you yeah, asking me? What does me? this question even mean? It's like, Yeah, it, they just have no idea. Yeah, well, they, they were interviewing Google. They were interviewing uh, one of the guys from Alphabet. That's the company that owns Google. And... uh <clears throat> 
and he's on fucking Congress is asking him something about my daughter. The guy was like, my daughter, she she downloaded this app and it was iPhone specific. And he's like, well, that's not our company. <laughs> it's like these people don't know what they're talking about when they're, they're interviewing so people. they're it's so just, like far from reality. It's, it's like they didn't even try to search it before they even did the interview. <laughs> Talk about his granddaughter's looking at some porn. It's like that's not Google's fault. How is that Google's fault? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can go on Google right now and look up, you know, porn. Yeah, or like his daughter's getting advertised something inside of a mobile game. Like, still not Google's fault. Still not Google's fault. No, nope. that's the fucking mobile developers. Which, uh, by the way, they should all be beheaded, probably. Oh, speaking of mobile developers, <laughs> speaking of mobile developers, this podcast is sponsored by Raid Shadow Raid Legends. Shadow Legends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're sponsored by uh, what's a good, uh, uh, Better Help. That would be the one. This was Better be. Better Help. That would be a good sponsor for this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're sponsored by the Suicide Hotline. We can call them at what? <laughs> this actually is a good podcast because I think that I don't know when the next couple podcasts we're doing are, but um, yeah, you got a pretty I'm, busy schedule coming up. Yep, but I'm having a uh, I won't say her name yet, but. I'm having a person on who deals with. Uh, she works for a company that deals with like cultural awareness. So oh, kind of a good nice. one to have before that podcast. Actually, oh yeah, that'd so. be that'd be a good one. Yeah. See, that's what this podcast. You don't know. You don't know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get. Mm-hmm. You know, the last podcast we did talked about conspiracy theories. Yep. Drugs. The one before that was Mortis Media talking about horror stories on YouTube. It's like. Yeah, it's you never know. And now we're going to go with. Getting help and getting help, and then the next one will be you know some cultural awareness, cultural diversity. So, yeah, it's all over the place, especially for the type of jokes we make on this podcast. It's kind of crazy to have somebody like. Well, that we on can here. tell you we're not PC podcast because yeah. I've made plenty of jokes. That's why I'm so glad to have someone come on. That's why I'm so happy to have someone like her on because it's like, well, we make a lot of insensitive jokes, and we're we are not the sensitive. We are not sensitive by any means. We actually don't even think about shit before we say it, so we probably offend a lot of people. But it's good to hear from a perspective of somebody who does it for a living, you know, cultural diversity and and uh, dealing with like sensitive topics. She'd be a good person to talk about the pay gap then. Yeah, I'm probably. sure she knows a lot about it. Maybe I mean, because I don't want to have somebody on here who's biased to one side though. No, it's yeah, true. and talking to her because I've already talked to her. That's. I've been chatting with her and so getting her on here. But well, it seems like she's not like that, Well, especially so. in like in this area, we obviously know what the diversity group's going to mm-hmm. be like. But I'm hoping, like you said, I hope it's just abroad, not just... Mm-hmm. No, and, and that's why I invited her on because I actually had a conversation with her. and Because uh, there's issues with yep. not just that, but all the groups. I mean, yep. Hispanics. I yep. mean, and, that's, and that's something that she addresses. It's not... She doesn't... She never even talks about a specific... Uh, like race or anything that's she's good. she's literally her specialty is in talking about culture that's and good. culture is not what people think it is these days they say oh white people don't have any culture that's the most ridiculous shit i've ever heard because you don't even have to have a race to be have a culture they're talking about your home culture where you come from a lot of us northerners like up north minnesota we have a different culture than somebody from minneapolis and and it, it people think that you know, they'll, they'll clash because the cultures are so different. Well, you know, like, like culture, like in the South, we're very, you know, uh, it's part of the Bible Belt, right? So we're on, right. so like we're, like, my state, Kentucky, is like part of the Bible Belt, like, you know, that area, we know we're all, you know, Baptist, Southern Baptist, you know, mm-hmm. you know Christianity is really, pop, you know, big down there. But like, you know, our culture would be like Sunday morning, you wake up, you get ready to go to church at 9 a.m., you do uh, Sunday school, then you go to church, and then you get out at 12. You either go out to eat to a restaurant, or you come home and have a big family dinner, pot roast, whatever. And Sunday was meant to be rest day. You don't do no yep. work, you don't do anything. It's a Sabbath day. 
That's the culture. That's what I was yeah. raised up on as a kid growing up, right? Yeah. That's probably not as popular as it is up here. Nope. I mean, I know they're like there's Catholic and you know yeah, Lutheran yeah, and all that. We don't follow that really that much at all. But I'm just saying that's something that 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 I was brought up with because my mom was brought up in a household that was old timey traditions, and she carried it on to us, even though it's you know two thousands. Mm-hmm. So like that's part of you know my culture, you know, in in a yeah. sense, if you want to go like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now that's why race doesn't define culture. Culture doesn't define race. You mm-hmm. can't tell where somebody's from based off of how they act. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Especially since your home culture is actually your biggest one. Like, it doesn't matter where you're from. You could be from uh, Africa. But that doesn't determine who you are as much as what your home life was like. Mm-hmm. But before we end this, I want to ask you a question. We're talking about culture and stuff. Okay. Did you know that calling... So, you know, like, the word Eskimo is, like, mm-hmm. about the Eskimo, natives. Uh, and cowboy, all. yep. <laughs> yeah, anyways. You know, they changed their name. Yeah. It's Electric Cowboy. Now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyways, <laughs> back on topic. The word Eskimo, we've always heard that in school, and it's just a label. You got, you know, Hispanic, you got Caucasian, Eskimo, right, yeah. Native American. Yep. Well, now Eskimo is starting to turn into, like, uh, derogatory term, meaning you don't classify Eskimo as, as as Eskimo. You gotta call them by like their Native American tribe, like Eunuch. I think was one of them in Alaska. Mm. Another one, like so, like their people now, like Native Americans. You know, we call them like you know Indians or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, Eskimos they get offended by it now because mm-hmm. that's not what they are. They're Eunuch or whatever they okay. are. I didn't know that. Well, I'll keep that in mind for all the Eskimos I run into in my life. Well, you don't run that <laughs> up here, but what I'm saying is like I have some I had a friend that lived in he was in the military, he lived in Alaska, Fairbanks mm. for a while. Okay. And you know, his his wife got really culture like cultural into like a lot of natives there and stuff. And I guess got woke, I guess you'd call it, you know, in in a good I sense. I mean, it's not bad if they're like But like she learned we're a not lot Eskimos were whatever, were this culture or were were this clan or whatever they are what yeah. would it be there be their well they don't like being classified as eskimo because to them they want to be classified by their because they tribe because right? they say yeah. eskimo is a white man word is what they say <laughs> makes sense but if they want to yeah. be classified by their tribe i guess it makes sense you know yeah kind of like you know we call all indians native americans but you got cherokee you got sioux you got that one's a strange one though yeah i know but native i just thought i'd bring that to your no attention because i know we don't have eskimos at all like, in this area but i'm saying like up in alaska and canada and the yukon area and all that they have you know eskimos up there and from what i heard from my friend is that they don't like being called just eskimo Checks and out. i thought that was odd because like that's what that's, they, they have they have igloos they eat you know <laughs> that's fine but i still think that eskimo should be like one of those words where you, oh it's bad you can't say it yeah i don't know what but indian it makes sense because that's confusing, because there are actual Indians from India. That is confusing. Because that's why we change. But but still, the true Native Americans are like bears and shit. They wait, what? <laughs> they, the true Native Americans are like bears. Oh, are like bears. Yeah, oh. those are the ones that lived here before any humans. You mean like like uh little little bull? Yeah. <laughs> Chief Chief Little Bull. Yeah. Or yep. whatever. Yep. No. Okay. Well, it was a good podcast. This is a strange podcast about Easter. Oh, well. Turned to do a lot of things. <laughs> kind of goes off the rails. Oh, hell yeah. Well, we don't know when the next podcast will be. We never do now. So, see you. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. 
If you guys want to be on an episode, you can email youarethehostpod at gmail.com. In the subject line, you put submission if you'd like to be on an episode. If you want us to talk about something, you can put question or commentary in the subject line. If you are listening to this podcast on any of the podcast platforms, you can also find a video version of this podcast on YouTube. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.